Hello everyone, welcome back to my film podcast where we discuss new films each week. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to join us for more. This is Natalie and today we will be discussing the film Bonnie and Clyde directed by Arthur Penn. Although the gangster film Bonnie and Clyde was set during the Great Depression, it was actually created to attract the young viewers of the 1960s using new wave techniques in order to break gender norms, establish the new woman, while keeping this feel for realism through its sexual appetite and constant use of violence. And the first thing that I want to talk about is having Bonnie as our co-protagonist. This was one of the first films that we watched as a class where a woman played an important role throughout the entirety of the film. In most films, women are simply narrative constructs that are used to help move the plot along, playing roles such as a housewife, a mother, sometimes even viewed as a sex object or a prop. So it was surprising to see that this was not the case for Bonnie, even though the film was set during the Great Depression. Bonnie was showing us this new woman of the 1960s, one that was outgoing and ready to take on a new world that was really never seen before. A world that even older generations were not really happy about. Before I begin to speak about any specific scenes, I actually wanted to mention an article that we read in class titled The French New Wave. It was written by Craig Phillips. And this article thoroughly explained this new era for film. It was founded by the Cahiers de Cinema, which I hope I'm saying that correctly, and they had two goals in mind. Their first goal was this rejection of classical montage style filmmaking. They were much more in favor of scene, long takes, deep composition. And then they had a second goal, which was that they believed that the best films were those where they could see an artistic expression. One where you could see that the director had really put in work, basically. And during this time, they had very low budgets for creating films. So this forced them to kind of work with what they had. And this included editing techniques such as jump cuts, a lot of shooting on location, which we definitely see in Bonnie and Clyde as most of the film is shot in Texas, the use of natural lighting, direct sound recording. And I thought I would mention this because I want to speak a little bit about the opening scene. And in this opening scene, there are definitely a lot of these elements that were introduced in this French New Wave. The opening scene of Bonnie and Clyde really sets the tone for the movie. And I want to start by first talking about the very first shot, which was an extreme close-up of Bonnie's lips. This was used to show her hunger for something more, not just her beauty, but also her sexual appetite. And as we move away from this first shot, Bonnie is actually naked, which was extremely surprising for me because this is the first time that we see Bonnie. So I really feel that this emphasizes the new woman. It's showing us that women have control over their own body and they can do whatever they want with it. 
During the 1960s, there was the introduction of birth control pills. So women were much more comfortable with their sexuality and their bodies. They wanted to really extend the limits of what society felt was even appropriate for them. Excuse the honking in the background. Um, But we see her look at herself in the mirror, kind of questioning her identity, which the mirror is basically this metaphorical prop that represents this question of identity. And then we see Bonnie kind of just frustrated and bored. She throws herself onto her bed. And if you listen closely, I want to play a little snippet. If you listen closely, she's banging on her bed frame, which is another metaphorical prop that represents this frustration that she feels within, being confined to this one space, her job as a waitress, her home life. She wants something more. And then she puts her head in between the bed frame, kind of showing her as if she was imprisoned. We have diegetic environmental sounds in the background, such as birds chirping. There's natural lighting coming into her room, giving us this feel of realism. And as she gets up from her bed, there's an extreme close-up of her eyes that continues to show us this frustration as she's alone in this room. But one of the things that I really liked was when she gets up from her bed and there's this wide shot of her bedroom and we're able to see the decor in the room the first thing that catches my eye is that there's a bird cage in the left hand corner and this bird cage represents this figurative imprisonment being dependent on someone else to take care of you and then along with that you're also able to see like these little dolls and figurines on her dresser which bring us back to this stereotypical femininity of during the Great Depression of the 1930s. Bonnie is still standing there kind of naked, she's sighing, and then we see her walk towards the window. She's still naked, this is going to be her first encounter with Clyde, and she's in the window almost framed as if she's in a picture, And she yells out to Clyde, and then we get to see her body, her thinness, which also brings us back to this idea of the Great Depression, because people at the time, they didn't have enough to eat, so they were really thin. And then a little after that, she eventually goes down to meet Clyde, and he introduces himself to her and there's an incorporation of a jump cut between Clyde actually saying his first name and his last name which removed about 10 seconds of the shot and I just wanted to mention a lot of these different elements because they were all of they were all of the elements that were introduced in the French New Wave this entire opening scene sets the tone for the movie. It's a film that's focused on a true story, a film where women are taking on a new role, and Bonnie is going to leave everything that we see in this one area. She's going to leave that to go escape with Clyde and live this life of freedom and criminal actions, basically. I also wanted to mention Lundstad, which was an author of an article 
Bonnie and Clyde and the Sexual Revolution. We also read this in class. And she talks about this specific scene. She argues a similar point in that this was one of the first films that actually acknowledges femininity. For the 1960 viewer, this was huge progress. I mean, imagine being a woman, seeing yourself on the screen as something other than a mother or a housewife. This would definitely give me hope that I'm going to be able to do something more with my life. But one of the points that she mentions is how much more assertive Bonnie is than Clyde. I actually watched this film with my best friend and she pointed out the scene where Clyde kills a man during a bank robbery. Clyde gives Bonnie the choice of either going back home or staying with him and Bonnie chooses to stay. He then rewards her with physical affection and Bonnie tries to push that into something more. She wants to have sexual relations with him, but he stops it and says, I'm not a lover boy. And this is the first time that we see sexual tension being raised by a female and not a man. And my best friend was just so surprised. She was expecting it to be the other way around because we're so used to that. And apart from this, I want to mention a couple of other scenes, specifically the comparison between Blanche and Bonnie. When we first meet Blanche, I mean, she was just so annoying, hard to just listen to, literally. But it was funny because she's supposed to represent this stereotypical domestic housewife. She literally joins the Barrel Gang out of loyalty to her husband because she cares for him. She wants to be there for him. But there's a specific scene that I want to mention. And it's when they're kind of hiding out. They hear gunshots outside and Blanche immediately starts screaming. She's wearing an apron, holding a spatula. And I'm just going to play a little snippet of that as well. So literally she starts screaming while the others are looking for guns, they're looking for a way to escape without getting hurt. And I think this really serves to show us this difference between Blanche and Bonnie. Bonnie is holding a huge gun ready to do whatever is necessary while Blanche is literally yelling her head off representing again the stereotypical woman of the time and I didn't mention a lot of the violence because it is something that is constant you could clearly see how the enforcement of the production codes changed there were so many gunshots killings blood everywhere that Bonnie and Clyde went and this Violence gives us this feel of realism. It allows us to see how these women would act in a moment of scare. But I think it's also important to mention the ending of the film and that both women get punished. Although we're seeing this new woman come to arise, we know that Bonnie is essentially killed and not in the most pleasant way because I would say I'm still in shock about that last scene 
But Blanche is also punished because from the beginning of the film, I think she definitely changes. She, she starts to transition. She's no longer annoying as much. She kind of just starts to go with the flow. She switches her, the way that she dresses and that she starts wearing pants instead of dresses. She even runs little errands for the gang, for example, when they ask her to like go get food for them. And this isn't accepted by society, which is why she's blinded. And it serves to show us that, that society was not accepting of this view of the new woman. And neither were older generations. I mean, there was the scene where Sheriff Homer spits in Bonnie's face after she kisses him. Malcolm Moss, who has a strong hate towards Bonnie for involving his son in crime. He essentially helps to lead them to their death. And also the scene where Bonnie's mother reminds Bonnie that she will not be accepted by society no matter what. She will never be able to settle down. I think this was a really sad scene for Bonnie because she just wants to be free, but also she wants to be accepted. She wants to be able to still speak with her mother. And in that scene, she literally tells her, no, that's not going to happen. But Bonnie doesn't let that get to her. She still attempts to write poetry. She still attempts to establish a voice in society. And it does get turned down by Clyde after she writes her poem. And he literally tells her, oh, this you wrote the story about me. Um, but it still serves to show women trying to progress and do something different, even if it's not accepted by society. So overall, I do think the film did a great job of creating a film that would be popular amongst the 1960 viewer by bringing up these issues that young people were passionate about. In this case, it was the change in gender roles and the rise of femininity. And I just wanted to add that if I had one word to describe this film, I think it would have to be liberty. Because... For once, a woman felt like she was free to do whatever she wanted. And even though it didn't end in the most pleasant way, Bonnie went out. She had the freedom to be with Clyde, to get involved in crime, to literally just do what she wanted. Leave that confined space that we saw in the beginning of the film. And this was the freedom that the women of the 1960 desired. Like I said earlier, being a woman during that time, if you saw yourself on the screen being represented that way, it would give you hope. So I think this film did a great job. And I just want to thank everyone for listening to my little discussion. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you here next week.